Larry? God oh, damn it. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, Cotton Himmel. Ricky's in the biggest knife, too. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Send us. We good? Welcome back to Dad Me Podcast, a very special edition. Can you believe the studio looks so much like Mike's old house? <laughs> Danny Dubs, dude, you've really outdone yourself. We hired a couple of gay dudes from HGTV <laughs> it's a green to do their best to replicate it, and this is what they came up with. I, it's You would never know that we were in a different place. This is awesome, man. Wow. We and the rent and the rent here is only forty five hundred dollars a month. <laughs> we paid extra for extra gayer dudes, and I think we got a money's worth. Tim. Yeah, we, we picked them up at Homo Depot. <laughs> Come on, man! A couple of logos. Wow, I'm already feeling the magic of the new studio. Lows. <laughs> <laughs> and we confused a bunch of fucking. Re- <laughs> Everyone was so confused last week when we said that was our last show from mike's house they were like how we were either ending? the podcast is ending or they're going patreon only. they're selling out on <laughs> oh, no. the we podcast would, is not changing it's staying just as free and retarded <laughs> and pay what you want as ever we're just moving to a professional studio more retarded, more retarded, retarded yes <laughs> yeah it's more retarded and i'm gonna kill my family so i have all the time in the world to do fun <laughs> stuff on dad beat ken's timber continues john kenzel hey mike hey uh, tim hi guys tubs Thanks. boy watching you two interact now give a little background so Tubbs and Kenzel have been aware of each other. They worked in the plumbing industry for decades now. But yeah. have you ever officially crossed paths? Uh, yeah, I, I saw you see him at, at, at a plumbing supply house in northeast Philadelphia called Penny Pack. Okay. And it was run by characters. And uh, you, you hear people say that saying, uh, oh, you should come to my work. You can make a show out of this place. Yeah. Well, there's like one guy that you can this do is, it, <laughs> Having both of you here, this is borderline erotic fan fiction for some people. <laughs> <laughs> That's too... R.I.P. Penny Pack Supply, but like I learned how to do cocaine there. I learned how to like make chicks come there. I learned all kinds of cool shit at Penny Pack Plumbing Supply. Did you go to Father Judge? No, I went to Northeast. I would have went to North Catholic if I stayed Catholic. You know, my my brother's the alum. Northeast Northeast High School or Northeast Catholic? High School. Oh, but uh, this Plumbing Supply, it's in Northeast Philadelphia. He went to Father Fudge. Uh, That's that's what he used to call it. But there's a. It was a plumber supply. I was like, you know, regular garage. Well, it went out of business like four or five years ago. Yeah, okay. they didn't make it through the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, no. and, uh, but some guy got it, and he got all the tractor-trailer boxes in the back, you know, whatever you call them, storage boxes. The shipping containers. Shipping containers. He, have you gone past it and seen yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. They're apartments now. Yeah. It, 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 I'm like, I don't know what it is. He has them like stacked seven tall, five tall. It looks like something you see in like a Mad Max movie. And I heard he wants to run it from nightclubs and stuff. Yeah, and somebody told me they were doing some like fucking corny concert venue or some bullshit over there. Oh, and, yeah. and it's really... Sounds like he's store. building a Chinese skyscraper. <laughs> it's, it is. It's, it's, and he painted like neon orange, red. It's real like eyesore. Like the, like the Partridge family bus sideways. It's just really weird looking. Well, uh, at least someone will definitely destroy it. You know, <laughs> that's, that's not going to last. Someone's going to push that over. <laughs> you, you know Fly the, that plane. Oh, dude, it. the the uh, uh, the pizza place on the corner from where Mary Jo and I bought our first first home, and I ate this pizza probably four times a week. It just fell over. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, I saw, saw that. that. Uh, pizza just collapsed. It's rubble. Uh, that's the crazy thing about when a building falls down, even like a two story row home. Every the, you would never know what anything was. It all be just becomes gray rubble. My mom used to tell us that when kids jump in the house while dough is rising, that will happen. <laughs> so do you think that's yeah. what happened? They, they, they interviewed the owner on KYW, the news radio, and I listened to it. I didn't see it, but he's going to. It was just so sad because the the cook almost came in and it fell down right in front of him. Oh no! And he's right. You can't tell there was a building there. It was just. He almost got caught up in the Jewish oh. earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So no more leaning tower of pizza. A Hebrew hailstorm. Yeah. That's a jeez, man. Um, yeah. Poor at, guys, man. At, 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 at the corner of Sally and Frankfurt Avenue, there's a corner garage. I mean, you know, right, yeah, right yeah, on yeah. the side of the railroad trestle. It's a corner garage right from the Plum Supply House. Well, one time we had to do work for a realtor. He had to get that building run again. There's a frozen pipe, and then we had to dig up the sidewalk. To turn the water off to fix it and turn the water back on. Well, it was a garage, a Jiffy Lube type garage, and it was closed for five or six years. So we, we go in there. I'm looking around. There's all like brooms and shit on the floor and ground, and there's an old desk in the office. And I'm looking there, and I pull the desk drawer open, and somebody had a Christmas party there, mm-hmm. and they hired a 500 pound 
Puerto Rican woman stripper mm-hmm. and like a, no, like a novelty stripper. <laughs> it could have just been a customer <laughs> in, that, in that neighborhood. No, like, it was a big a novelty you know, the, stripper. It was a handful of Polaroids of it, right? Oh, no. And like she's on, she's, she's on that desk posing like like doggy style, and the, 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 the car workers are like laughing at her, and poking her and stuff. <laughs> So we're dig- outside digging the street up. <laughs> What's your favorite position, Rhino style? <laughs> <laughs> so we're outside digging the street up. And they put her up on the lift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a 38 Buick. <laughs> changing, changing oil. There's a 19-year-old Dominican dude eating her out with a headlamp on her. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't look good. Right? It changes brake lines. Isn't that, that ain't funny. Right? And so I can't make you come. <laughs> so, Shoving so, air filters up her ass. Oh, okay. wait, yeah, wait, that sounds like an awesome party. Man. Wait to hear this. So we're digging it up. It's a snow day for Father Judge High School, Catholic High School, Northeast Father. It's all boys. So about 100 kit boys are waiting for the SEPTA bus to take them down southbound on Frankfurt Avenue. Well, the bus driver pulls up, and one of the kids hits, the, hits him right in the face with an ice ball. Snowballs and push. <laughs> and and he, he gets out, he's all stunned, and he's grabbing all these kids. Going, now you, who did it? Who did it? Who did it? And the cops come. And I'm, I'm digging the street up, right? All of a sudden, this big fat woman comes out of the, like the fifth house up is a yellow house. She comes out and she goes, those motherfuckers, they're always starting shit. And she goes, those motherfuckers, and, she, and she's, she's pointing out who, what kids did it. And the kids all got like taken in or arrested or whatever they did. For the, there's a law against snowballs. Molested by a priest. <laughs> so we, we're digging the street up. So we're sitting there. We're having, we, go, we go inside to have lunch because it's wintertime. It's warmer in there. And I find a manila envelope. And I put the f- pictures of the 400-pound stripper in the envelope. And I wrote, fuck you, fatty. Signed to Father Judge Five, and I mail it to her house. <laughs> I walked out, got her address, and put it on the envelope. And we mailed it. So I started thinking. And by the way, this is 30 years ago. It's not. Oh, canceled it yesterday. So I'm thinking she probably got that thing. Whenever to the school, they sent me a 400 pound Puerto Rican stripper naked, and, and there's a there's a gang in Northeast Philadelphia. The Father Judge Five. <laughs> You are a little stinker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. That is a little stinker shit, man. Um, I, wow. I did, I th- did I tell on the show? I, I did something I got before. On Knights Road, there's a street called Patrician. If you're going toward Knight. We had to cert- uh, when someone wants to sell a house, you, plumber has to come in to certify plumbing, mm-hmm. heating, air to see if it's working. This house was, has been closed for four years. The old lady died in it. And there's... The, the relatives were just, they just let it sit till they decide to sell it. I go in there. Everything was old from like 1958, but it all worked. And uh, I'm down by the heater, and I find an old yellow index card. You write, but it's yellow. That's how old it was. So for fun, I got a golf pencil, and I wrote in square block lettering, like square, like you can do in school. Julius buried the coins and jewelry. August 15th, 1958, exactly 10 feet off the center of the back wall, six feet down. And I threw it under a bureau. All right, and you know people come in to move the house, the realtors, new people. Right? So about three weeks later, I'm driving by when my helper Tom was girlfriend had the giant labia, and then where Daisy Dukes when she went swimming. And we, we drive past the house, and he goes, "Yo, look over there." And I look over. I'm, I'm not exaggerating for sake of the story. Wise, I'll stack of Bibles, lie taker test. There was a six foot high mound of dirt in the backyard. <laughs> Someone must have found a thing. There's actually something back there. I don't know who did it, the owners or the realtors or the, the, pe- the goodwill people. But they, they, I didn't dig in. There's golden jewelry here somewhere. John, going back to Tom's giant labia yes. wife. Yes. It would be great if they went straight into a sewer line and, <laughs> and hit her labia. <laughs> Were they so big that you could probably drape them over your arm like a uh, like a falcon glove? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, look, it looked like a spam sandwich. That's what he used to say. I got to imagine there's, if they're big enough, they got to have kind of a whoopee cushion effect where oh. they, they'll come out sideways and they'll sit on the <laughs> <Yeah>. lap. <laughs> oh. Like Homer burping. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Man. oh, look at this. Where one did my... you come from, John? Oh, oh you noticed. You got uh, a purple bracelet. Yes. I went to the uh, New Jersey Horror Con today at the showboat in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. Who'd you see? Uh, all right. Uh, Peter Chris from, from Kiss, mm-hmm. who looks awful. Malachi from Children of the Corn, the red-haired one. How's he doing? Oh, but he—he he was one of the Clopex in the Burbs. Oh, uh, yes, hair he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, old, old-looking, has long red hair. Uh, Marcy Darcy from Married with Children. How's she doing? It, you know, she softball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In real life. Uh, 
and it, you don't say. And it, and it, but uh, she has gray, gray old woman's hair, like librarian square glasses. Uh, She's got strap-on glasses now. <laughs> Tom Savini, the makeup guy. Nice. Jeez, man. You played Sex Machine in Dust Till Dawn. Uh, Tracy Lords was there. Oh, she held my son. Did she really? Yeah. yeah. You know, um, it's against the law to own that penthouse or Playboy or penthouse magazine she was in with George. Uh, she was too young. She was 16 years old. She it's it's worth money because it's Vanessa Williams of Miss America was nude in it, but you can't have it because she was underage as a oh, centerfold. Man. Yeah, that's probably she, for just for like Nazi memorabilia guys. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, she was 18 when she held my son. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, she's a. Uh, Kind of thickening out, like you know, oh my goodness! Have, you know what I watched? You know what I watched uh, this week was uh, I think we're alone now. Have you seen? Have you guys seen this documentary? Is that Tiffany? Yeah, I dude, I had a crush on her, but I haven't okay. seen this. Oh, Danny, <laughs> Danny recommended this documentary to me, and it's about this guy who's been stalking Tiffany since like the early nineties. Oh, really? And he know. follows her to like conventions and stuff like that. You know. I'm not sure if it happened yet or it's coming coming up, but at Constaters in Northeast Philly, yeah, they're having a Women of the '80s thing. Like it's Taylor Dane, Tiffany, Tiffany, oh, he'll be there. Yeah, and some and a couple other people. There's a heart band, well, but they're, they're going to be at a German nightclub. This, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually more of like a German VFW, yeah. really. Ein, zwei, Studio, drei, <laughs> Studio <Tiffany>. Fifty Fewer. <laughs> <laughs> well. So I, I this was this this documentary was actually kind of big on the internet when it came out. I don't know if it actually Danny, does, does everybody know about this? Does everyone know about it? I think we're alone now? I feel like I heard about it so much that I, I kinda of put off watching it just because I didn't like I was so tired of hearing about it. But I uh I, I've been doing a screen time challenge with McCusker and Sid. Okay. Obviously, Matt is destroying us, but what I'm doing is if I'm with my family or if I'm watching TV and I have the urge to look at my phone, I just go, no, it's not time for that. I'm trying to be entranced by movies and television. So I put the first thing I watched without my phone to distract me was the most, it was some of the toughest content I've ever seen. It's about this insane, like, middle aged autistic man who uh, has been, has had restraining orders against him from, from Tiffany. And, uh, the, the, another person obsessed with her is this tr uh, hermaphrodite who is an alcoholic that's also sliding into drug addiction. And by the end of the movie, sliding into himself, can't fucking talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like a chubby. He looks like an IT guy. He actually looks like my old boss. And all he, he just keeps talking about how his like his how his uh, running is coming. My running training is going along and he's just been running up and down the street in Denver, Colorado, just with a fat roll and like poorly drawn eyebrows. It's. Uh, Horrific! It's a glimpse into the bottom of humanity, and they're just going to conventions and like getting pictures with Tiffany. Like, oh, that's my good friend Tiffany. There, there's a they'll let you kiss him on the cheek and stuff, dude. Uh, there's a sci-fi channel movie called Sharktopus versus like Mecha Guns, Mecha Gator, right? It was, it was shitty, shitty movie. Anyway, but it says starring Tiffany and Debbie Gibson. They play competing scientists, mm. and for no reason, all they have a cat fight on the beach, mm. and they're both like in their forties now. Uh, but it was a uh, Tiff, well, people I think, bring them like their Playboy issues that they were into sign. It's very, very funny to watch them just like dead eye the second they see their own tits and they're holding a marker. There's, well, you got, you got me, I can talk about eight things. You're making me think about some. There's a, <laughs> there's a famous '80s, there's a famous '80s horror movie called Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, I remember that. It's a little girl there's killing. A few of them. They, they made actually made three, but the second and third ones was Bruce Spring, all right, Bruce Springsteen's sister, Pamela Springsteen, played the killer growing up. It's a big movie. Someone's killing kids at camp. And at the end, they see it's a little girl, and you find out that she was a boy, that her mom raised her as a girl and broke her brain. And the camera pulls back, and she, you see the girl's head up here going, ah, holding the knife. But it pulls back, you see she has a wang. All right? <laughs> How prophetic. All right? well, wow, they really predicted today's state of affairs. Yeah. That's me. Well, she was there today, and uh, she has all her pictures. Right? Signing wangs? And she has that picture <laughs> with her... <laughs> With her sleeve ski hanging out, right? <laughs> and, uh, and she has to sign it. And then I, I yeah. want, so I go online. I go, how'd they do that scene? Because this is the early. He's like, you really can't show, you know, stuff like that. And uh, they said they got a, a a short man, and they superimposed her face over his body. Uh, but so they made two sequels with Bruce Springsteen's sister. So at the same wait, time, hold on. So they had a. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I may have lost the, myself. A short man. So they hired a a midget yeah. to do full frontal while they showed a small girl's face uh, on him. Uh, yeah, right. And uh, but they got Bruce. You are making me so hard, John. <laughs> <laughs> they, so they got Bruce Springsteen's sister, Pamela Springsteen, 
to play. They, they made two sequels where she was a counselor now and she was killing people. But he's at this time period. He's making like Born in the USA and Patriots in America. And she's making movies about a cam counselor with a schlong, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> killing people. Uh, I think Tiffany- at least she wasn't pretending to be a fucking factory worker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, more power to her, man. Uh, I think I, well, I read about Tiffany that she uh, she was discovered like singing in malls down Florida That's by the story. by the same guy who discovered like like the Backstreet Boys, like they're all manufactured. Lou, Lou something, Perlman. yeah, Lou Perlman, and uh, it's a uh, yeah. That guy definitely got his dick sucked. Did you? We had to work for a guy in Northeast Philly up behind Ryan. A big heavy set, like it was like a trucker. But he had to work in his house, and we had to go upstairs in his house, like remodel his bathroom. But his bedroom door is open, and it was wall to wall posters of Shakira and dolls of Shakira. And he had like an obsession with Shakira, but he wasn't a Bennington waiter in real life. He he was a regular (laughs) guy, but he was he liked Shakira. So well, Mike had this with the 1996 U.S. gymnastics team. I did, yeah, from uh, 1996 to 1998. That's that's the thing. You walk in the houses, bro. We get all the creeps. Like plumbing, I've just been walking in front doors for 18 years. Like yeah. I found all kinds of weird shit. There's all kinds of creepy fucking people. The the one time, like something like that, I was in. Uh, oh, what the fuck, Joe Conklin, right? The comedian. Yes. Uh-huh. So I did his water heater 10 years ago, and I'm in his basement. And I'm looking at all this shit, and I'm like, this fucking guy's obsessed with Joe Conklin. Like, what a dork. You know oh, what I mean? No. <laughs> then I go up, and I'm like, yeah, it'll be whatever for the water here. And he was filling out the paperwork, and I was like, what's your first name? He was like, Joe. I was like, what's your second name? He was like, Conklin. I like, oh, looked no. up. I was like, the Joe Conklin? He was like, the Joe Conklin. <laughs> oh, what a jerk off. Wait, so he's yeah. got a whole basement dedicated to himself? So No, so it was like all it was like boxed up shit, but it was like everything he's ever done, like boxes of tapes. Posters, swag. It was. Yeah. He lived in like Front Street, one of them houses. That's, that's right. like one floor, one floor, one floor, one floor, all the way up. So, uh, or like one room, you know, on each like a Trinity or whatever. Sure. So his basement was like storage, and it was just like nothing but Joe Conklin storage down there. I you know met him I mean? once, and he was kind of a jerk off. Yeah. I went up to him and I said, "Hey, Joe, I used to listen to the WIP Morning Show almost every day." And I went up to him and introduced myself. I said, "I'm a big fan of yours." And he goes, "Is that right?" <laughs> I, th- I thought it was such a weird obsession because I didn't know what that motherfucker mm-hmm. looked like, but I was like, "Who the fuck is obsessed with Joe Conklin, the guy on WMMR?" You know. Yeah. But still, you walk in people's houses. I remember one, there was these two brothers. Uh, you probably remember T.J. Barry, right? That sounds really he's, familiar. He's a sit a penny pack. He was big and fat. And he just sat in a stool. <laughs> and he I was, know he was. Yeah, he like taught me everything I know. I love this guy. <laughs> and he used to just sit there and not work. And he had some customers in the Northeast. Like uh, there was these two old Jewish brothers that were like Penn State nuts. Penn State shit everywhere, but then you went in the garage and there was like a box of gay porn, and I'll never forget picking the one up. And <laughs> that tracks. V- Yo, it was a VHS, and it was like this like young ass kid, and it said eighteen today, and he was holding two cops, <laughs> and it was like a green apple. I remember saying to the dude, yeah, we like, why is there we a are, green dude. apple?" <laughs> but he was like, yeah. eighteen today, dude, you know." And they were just these two weird, dirty brothers. And the pole plunger, right? You pole plunger and yeah. just toilet, like they were eating toilet paper yeah. and shitting it out. I never seen yeah. so much toilet paper in my life. They were disgusting. We did work for an old retired. Guy, he was he was married with, with kids. He, was, he had to be in the nineties, and it was a basement like this. We had to move things to get to the water here that, that was over there in the corner. It was like, you know, you're not supposed to have shit around the water. People were putting paint cans oh, and yeah, stuff, yeah. but moving stuff. And uh, he had a c- computer like that right there. The the a broomstick hit the keyboard when I, as I was moving it. And it turned off the screensaver. <laughs> no, it, it, the screen it came on. Yeah, and it was like four Asian guys in like a. Giant circle jerk. Yes. <laughs> this was there a lady was, in the middle, or were they no, just like, "What's up?" It was a gentleman. It was a, what's it called? Yellow cake party or something? Called an IBM MMM. <laughs> what, no, what's that thing called? <laughs> lemon party. Bukaki. <laughs> no, it's like it was four guys. Uh, lemon party's the older gentleman. Yeah, but this was all Asian guys. I'm like, wow. I, it was like an old fashioned computer too, so it was, he was probably doing it, watching it. But that was he probably didn't think yeah. He was uh, it's on. very unlikely that a plunger fell on the keyboard and brought that up. He was definitely <laughs> watching it. I didn't go enter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I had like a dominatrix customer. Like she would, it would always be like red lights and dark, and she was just this saucy old black bird. There would always be like a butt plug by the sink or something, mm. and she would always be like, "Is it broke or ain't it?" Like she was just right at me, dude. Oh, you know tough. what I mean? To this point, can we talk about uh, your neighbor's missing dildo? Oh, dude. So, <laughs> all right. So. This was the only thing I cared to talk about on this. I was at home, my wife, she's like, what the fuck is your stupid ass going to talk about again? You keep going on this fucking podcast. I was like, I was like, all right, look, but we have, 
I had the summer of the bubs, dude. I had I hung out with so many fucking bubs. Me and Larry went golfing Friday. Larry's out there double gloved up, bucket hat, crushing golf balls, dude. Fucking I hung out with Sam. Uh Harrison Dye, shout out to him. He came to work with me for a day, which was actually really fucking That's cool. Hilarious. Dude, he hung out with me. We walked into a house. We walk into this house in West Philly, right? So here Harrison Dye is the Mormon from fucking uh, Oregon uh, who wound up Vegas. in Vegas as a comedian, right? So we drive around all day. We do a bunch of bullshit jobs. He goes and meets like my favorite contractor in West Philly. I'm like, yo, I gotta go do an, I gotta go do an estimate, right? We do we uh, paddy wax on South oh, yeah. uh, on South Street. We put the garbage disposal in. He like was right over my shoulder. It You're inventing great. contractor tourism, dude. It was great, right? Yeah, it's just a make contractor a tourism, fan. right? Dude, we're oh, we're make burning dubs and shit. We had a blast. We had a beer, split a cheesesteak for lunch. It was great. Fucking! This is the real Philadelphia. Yo, this is the real Philadelphia experience. <laughs> you and a fat dude. plumber eat cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, dude, we, this was the real legit. experience. This is so legit. So me and Harrison die. We go in this house. This woman pulls up. She owns these couple houses. She tells me on the phone. She goes, "Well, their band is sleeping there, right? So the band is sleeping there." She rolls up on her fucking bike with her with like. With that Jaffa, like that that concussion-proof helmet on, like wrist pads and everything. Her hair's blown out the back. She looks like Doc from Back to the Future, right? She's just this hippie lady that owns some properties. She rolls up. She goes, there's this band staying here. As soon as me and Harrison walk in with this woman he's never met in West Philly where he's never been, the entire band is in their underwear in the dining room sleeping on couches and shit like that. And it smells like everybody just got done fucking, right? There's a couple girls there. The whole room stinks like sweat. And we walk in, and now, like, all of us are standing in the same room. And it was funny. He was laughing about it. We got in the truck. I didn't know what to say. I'm like, put your birds away, boys. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what to say to nobody. I was it up and yeah. at him. So, so we go through the house. We come back. They got pants on. The one dude wouldn't let us upstairs. There's like a heroin addict dead upstairs. It had to be. He's like, no, please, you cannot go upstairs. You know what I mean? So, I, dude, Harrison died in the middle of fucking West Philadelphia in this scumbag home, right? So this is another bird. Birds out. Dude, birds out. Everybody in like tidy blue. He's like them da 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 Jones, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you never had like your tidy whiteies on your kid like da 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 like in the fucking Like mirror. Superman? Yeah, like, yeah, just like Superman, dude. That's as soon as we walked in, everybody's in their fucking da 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 da's like chilling, like a, ba a, a band. And they look so pissed we were there, dude. Yeah. Drug this dude through the city. So I'm hanging with the bubs all summer. Our boy Sam says, yo, I'm fucking going in the yard, uh, the shipping Air Force, off. Yeah. shipping off. I said, you got to come over. This is the summer of the bubs. I'm hanging with all these motherfuckers <laughs> all summer. I said, you got to come over, bro. So he says, look, I'm going to bring a friend with me. So I'm like, all right, you know, bring whoever you want. It's an open door policy. So Sam gets out. The Uber, his friend gets out, and I kind of notice from a distance, she doesn't look totally normal. And uh, He's being kind. She looked like yeah. Michael Jackson on The <laughs> Simpsons. She's bald as can be, bro. She's got, she's alopecia up, right? She got no no eyebrows, no hair, and she's cool as hell, right? She's made, very nice. Yo, I met this lady. Very, very scandally dressed, you know, like yeah. titties out, yeah. bald as a motherfucker. She comes up. She's cool. We're hanging out. Now she's talking in a Spanish. Well, by the way, when I met her, <laughs> when I met her, I said, "So is this a brave choice or a catastrophe?" And she, but she instantly was very funny about yeah, it. She's and so I knew funny. She it. She's yeah, so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I got a little axe to grind because she led me to believe that she was terminally ill. Now I don't know yeah, if I'm gonna just have some wires crossed. She made you look like a bitch. She rolls with, <laughs> yeah, she rolls with Sam, and they were, you know, they were laughing, they were giggling, their, their friends were back home, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I know they went to a comedy show. She mm. got fucked with at the comedy show. Like, she's totally cool about it. But so here she is. She's on my porch. She's talking in a Spanish accent. Then she tells me she's Polish. She said pierogi so weird. I can't get it out of my head. She just kept saying the word pierogi, I think, just to let us know she was Polish, too. Mm. So she has. A, she talks in Spanish. She's married to a Spanish guy. She has three accents. She's pretty loud, but we're having a good time, right? <laughs> so then next thing I know, I have a... So, Spanish and loud is the same thing, yeah. by the way, as the Penn State fans with the child gay porn. So next thing, I, so here's a little backstory to the next one, right? I've told this on this podcast before. I somehow, when Tiffany thought she was going to sell sex toys, I ended up with a box of dicks that she never sold, right? So when I first move into my house, I'm there three days. This chick who lives around the corner comes up and she brings her friend. You ever grip one up, by the way? Yo, so I don't touch them things. I'm not. You never I'm, even like, nah. what's it feel like in my hand? Nah. Your dishwasher has that. a setting for yeah. it. 
to I, take care of it. I stay away from these <laughs> these rubber dicks, right? So I so these girls come up. I move, I'm there three days. Tiffany's at work. We're talking on the porch. This chick has alopecia. This is seven years ago, six years ago. This chick has alopecia. She opens up an airplane bottle of liquor. She drinks it on the porch. She's kind of nuts, but she's cool. We get into a conversation, and I I don't know how it came up, but I'm like, I got this box of dicks in the basement, right? So she's like, what do you got in the basement? So she winds up leaving my house with a giant purple dick with a suction cup on the back, in a bag, brand new, right? This is two weeks in a row. This, 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 this so, is but this is like six years ago. Did you check to make sure it wasn't actually yeah. a plunger yeah. before you handed it over? So, so, I, told, I told a story, just same thing from yeah. last weekend. Yeah, so she takes this dick with her. All right, so now, fast forward, six years later in the summer, Sam's here with a chick with alopecia on my back porch. Here comes the other chick I met six years ago with alopecia. Now there's two bitches with alopecia <laughs> on my back porch. It's a por- it's you, a and I have no idea how I wound up here. You right? got to buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I said. This is once in a lifetime. So I say. You, you, they made so an answer themselves. Yo. <laughs> so I say to her when she comes up, the first thing I say to this woman, I say, what did you do with the rubber dick? And she goes on my porch. Well, first when we see each other, we like dab each other out, like like gang shit. Like, yo, I ain't seen you in a minute, yo. Right? So then I'm like, what did you do with the rubber dick? She goes, let me tell you something. Oh, man. I used to suction cup this joint to the dishwasher in my kitchen and back it up on it. Mm. She said I would lay a towel on the floor <laughs> and back it up on this rubber yeah. dick, right? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, that I was sitting on the dishwasher. So, so, I, yeah. so <laughs> I'm amazed. I haven't seen her in six years. I didn't know what she did with the rubber dick, right? But she's been backing it up on the dishwasher. So then I go, you still got it? She goes, my son and his friends come over. Oh. And one of these little motherfuckers comes running out of the room swinging it. I had to play it off like I got it somewhere at some stupid party, yeah. and I threw it out. And she said, I was never so sad to see a trash truck drive away from my house. <laughs> 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 you know? So I haven't seen her in six years. So now all of us are chilling. I looked at Tiffany at one point. Mike even came over before the second ball woman showed up. Social. I looked, I looked, hey, man. dude, I looked at Tiffany and I was like, there's two ball bitches and an Indian guy on our porch right now. I was like, how did we end up? Here? How did we get here, Tiff? And she said, because you want to be fucking friends with everybody. <laughs> that's what it is. Oh, yeah, that's very sweet. Because <laughs> oh. I love them all. I love even the chick with the dildo on the dishwasher. I love her. Tom, what kind of dishwasher did she have? BBC oh. and Decker? <laughs> did, did you remember Bob Cooper? He used to work uh, at Best. Oh, so yeah, he's still in the trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big hairy <laughs> arms. Yeah, and... and he has a high pitched voice. Yeah. And uh, we, I walk into a supply house, and he'd be like, oh, "Here comes Larry Daryl and Daryl." And there's only two of us, right? Like from Bob the New Heart Show. Mm-hmm. But up along State Road by the Broken Goblet, there's if you go back on the right hand side, there's a factory there. It's called like American Novelties, and he went dumpster diving there, and they made they made sex toys. But they, he went and dumpster diving. He told, pulled all the uh, misshapen. The misfired dicks. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah right. And like a, a like a it was a rubber fist this big, but it was like bent and stuff. That'd be great if dildos were made. That's exactly. So he 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 has a box of them in the in the plumbing supply house, and and uh, they were short staffed, and he had a, a Kelly girl. That's a temporary girl who works in the office, right? And he goes, "Hey guys, look at this! I want to show you something." And he has a four foot long black dildo, dick double on the dick, right? And he hops up on the counter at the from the supply house, and he's going, "Look at me, I'm Smarty Jones, <laughs> the, the, the horse of Kentucky Derby winner." Right? Okay, ah, ah. And I go, "Dude, you're gonna get in trouble." And you know, the girls in the office, see you horses wait, can't get in trouble, John. No, but <laughs> oh, real quick, I was, I, I, so the I, I said, "Yo, that girl in there, that's like sexual harassment." You know, got. And he goes, fuck that. They ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> Shit, yeah, she filed a grievance, but I don't know what happened about it. They had to put him down. I'm not a horse. Smarty Jones, after he won all the races, well, they put him out this, this pasture. Yeah. Um, watching ESPN, and they had like, whatever happened to the past, like, 10 champions. Because they make a lot of money putting out the stud. And they're interviewing the, the guy who has Smarty Jones now. And he goes... I don't know what's wrong with this horse. I think he's gay because he wouldn't breed. Like he Smarty wouldn't. So they had to get somebody to beat him off and get get a sperm that way. I never knew Smarty was gay. He, well, he goes. He goes. I don't know. He won't mount the other horse. I think he's gay. <laughs> and I thought you can't say that on TV today, right? Like, uh, like it didn't like he didn't like run off the New Hope or something. And uh, <laughs> but that's the dildo story. But I told a suction cup dildo story last week. Uh, now seems like the perfect time to thank our sponsors. <laughs> this episode of Dad Me Podcast is brought Whoa, to you by Manscaped. 
I have to be honest with you. If you asked the four of us to drop our pants right now, we would look like our balls were in the military. That's how sharp our shit is looking these days. If you go to manscaped.com, use promo code FATBIRD. Yours can look like this, too. You can check out their full line of products. And anything you get, you get fucking 20% off as long as you enter the promo code FATBIRD. They got all kinds of good shit on top of that. They got underwear. They got T-shirts. So you can feel comfortable, too, while your balls look and feel great. So check out manscaped.com, promo code FATBIRD. And, um, yeah, your shit can look like ours. Will, John's pageant I'm, ready right now. I'm a million bucks right now. I'm powdered up and all. I uh, Tiffany had her month thing. Then she was sick for a week, so I knew like some good pussy was coming. I had mm-hmm. to wait it out like six, seven days. So I shaved it up. I, I, got, the, I got like Manscaped like 1.0. I got like the first one. I'm still rocking. OG. And uh, yeah, you can really go at do go you, at the nuts. Dude. Do you slap your balls with aftershave like your cheeks? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, w- I actually watched an an, uh, an old uh, European adult romance video today. Mm-hmm. Where they would not, did not believe in grooming. Mm-hmm. It looks like you know Bigfoot scalp. It just was not on a man. Yeah. It's not appeasing. So avoid that. Go to manscaped.com. <laughs> use promo code FATBIRD. I also like to thank uh, Blue Chew. If you go to bluechew.com, use the same promo code. Promo code FATBIRD. You get a free sample. You just got to pay the five bucks shipping and handling. I swear by Blue Chew. I'll take a blue chew tomorrow because you know Monday's my big fucking day. Oh, I got I'm getting pussy on other days now too because yeah. I'm I, dude I don't have to work as much. No way. I'm getting pussy on all kinds of weird days. That man. should go in the exit interview. I get yeah, <laughs> it's going in the entry interview. Put that in I'll the glass door. Mm-hmm. I, bro- I broke that seven day. I broke that this morning, dude. I got some P S S Y today, dude. Um, dude, that's uh, especially now I'm. I'm fucking snipped. She got that thing out of her. I used to hit that thing she had in her, that piece of plastic. Uh, yeah. So she got that poison out. So I'm, I'm digging a fucking hole, boy. Ever. I'm getting the best pussy of my life out there. Dude. There ain't nothing. In it. I, dude, I used to hit that thing. It would throw the whole mood off for everybody. You know what I mean? So That's I'm like just, biting yeah. down on a cavity. Uh, yeah. I got, I, oh, uh, listen, Blue Chew is no. perfect for the non-backstop <laughs> hitters like me and the rest of you out there. All my other light switch kings out there. Go to BlueChew.com, promo code FATBIRD. Free sample. You just got to pay the five bucks shipping and handling. I'm going to give a shout-out to BetterHelp. If you go to BetterHelp.com, promo code FATBIRD, once again, you get 10% off the first month, and uh, you could do text therapy. You can do regular phone call therapy. You could do video therapy. Whatever you want to do, whatever is easiest for you, they make it easy. You can pick your therapist. If you don't like the therapist, if you two don't drive right away, you can just switch it out. It's no big deal. I can't vouch for it enough. I've used BetterHelp. I've benefited from it. So go to BetterHelp.com. Promo code FATBIRD, and uh, yeah, if you need to talk to somebody, I think that's the ideal setup, because you don't want to waste time at fucking, these fucking lunatic asylums that they You'll send you to. You'll never regret it. What, yeah, get, just talking about it. Yeah. yeah, try it. If you don't like it, no big deal. They give you a fucking trial period, and like I said, and once you get through the trial period, 10% off the first month. And then I also want to give a shout out to trueclassic.com. Go to trueclassic.com, promo code FATBIRD, you get 25% off whatever you order. I went to a memorial service today. I was the best dressed one there. I had on a fucking collared True Classic shirt. Mm. You should have seen me. I almost got pussy in the bathroom. I, I was like, I knew memori- t- was this for the queen? No, um, my wife's uncle passed away. Oh, that's way less funny. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it was for the king. R.I.P. Uncle Barry. He was great, dude. Oh, happy but, birthday in heaven, Uncle Barry. But yeah, we went there. I felt like a million bucks. I looked like a million bucks. And uh, True Classic. They don't only make cool fucking t-shirts. But now, yeah. did you have any loser dress there? Any lock shirts and target jones yeah yeah dude i i could i wigs i almost want to keep true classic t-shirts in the trunk of my car just to throw them at somebody be like yeah dude fucking get it together you'll turn someone around i think i will but they're the most comfortable shirts i own and i can't vouch for them enough trueclassic.com promo code fatbird nice yeah so i've given plumbing discounts promo code fatbird to multiple people so yeah i've gotten jobs uh shout out oh i want antonette and all dude the, the fucking, oh, she's awesome. Yo, the bubs, dude. That's They're giving me jobs and stuff. Everybody gets promo code Fatbird, fat baby. I'm taking 10% off. Aw. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you wanna, someone offered me a job. So I, uh, I'm not going to say his name, but someone found me on LinkedIn. And uh, not that that's hard to do, but a guy looked me up on LinkedIn. And he was like, I, I can't believe you and LaMare have LinkedIn's. That's hilarious. And oh, I had to God. kind of be like, yeah, I'm actually kind of a, I was a serious professional, even though I was faking it. Like, no, LaMare's on Sausage LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of job was it, IT? He's a brat. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, it's funny. We had a short conversation and I never check LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I just happened to check as this guy messaged me. Oh, uh, no. And then I checked oh, it again nice one stuff. month later. And like, so after I talked to this guy, like two days after that. He was like, "Yo, hit me with an hit me with a resume, dude. I have a job at Progressive waiting for you. It pays 150 to start." And I was like, "Uh, I 28 days went by before I even read the message. Uh, and I just felt like the biggest dickhead. The biggest fucking dickhead. Did not even well, 
I can't take a job. But to not even be like, oh, yeah, thanks. I appreciate it, but I can't. So I felt bad about that part. But then also like, oh, I could just live comfortably. I could just mm-hmm. not do any of this shit anymore and just go back. I just go sit in the blue light. You know what I mean? You can't just, you can't talk about coming progressive, dog. I could just I could just soak in email. I could do RoboCop fingers into the network and just live in email for the mm-hmm. rest of my life if I need to. Nah, fuck That's that. a dark thought, though. Yeah. I got. I had to push that out of my head. I that shit's corny, bro. It. I confessed it to Mary Jo. I said, I have to tell you something. I was offered a very lucrative but mediocre job. No, not mediocre, but compared to what we're trying to do, I, I was offered a very safe job, and I, I will never take one. And she said, still, all systems go. I've been meaning to ask you, because uh, I'm getting ready to leave my job, and I've been meaning to ask you, like, when does it start to subside where you start to feel stop feeling that panic? Oh, never. Actually, I've been thinking about getting a part-time job, at least. I want to say, actually, what I want is I want to get a part-time job in a motorcycle shop, just doing, like, everyday walk-in stuff, mm-hmm. just so I could, like, be around and fix stuff all day. But I don't even have time. I just don't have time. Dude, so, uh, I'm even, a stay-at-home dad. I'm my own secretary. That's what I want to do. Even if I burn a day, dude, I, every time, like, I sit home for a day or, or uh, there was... During the pandemic, I, I'd lay in bed till 10, 11 o'clock some days, like right that first month. I always felt like guilty, like I was stealing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I know the feeling like, like what the fuck? Like I had people working for me and here I am fucking off. Like I always felt like I was stealing. It's it's a hard feeling to shake, man. That, that, that's why I feel like I'll go, I'll go on vacation. I think I'm missing something. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. where it's, I can, you know, I'll, I'll find something to make me, fuss, make me fall asleep. But, you know, I, I, it was weird. Like if, I don't have people go on two-week vacations. Yo, rich people. That's I always know I'm working for somebody rich when I'm like, "Are you guys gonna be home?" Or like, "We're on vacation for a month." Like, get the fuck out of here, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm Thursday. To that's Sunday, European baby. though. That's regular in Europe. Oh yeah. And I'm trying to get on that. Yeah. I ain't going there. <laughs> but I can't. I don't want to lose my connection to just like working every day. Also, like, dude, when I do stand up, it's that still feels like going out to me. Oh no, doubt. that still feels like a night out. That doesn't yeah. feel like I'm scratching. That doesn't the itch. feel like work. Yeah. No, it doesn't feel like I'm scratching the the itch of needing to work every day. Yeah, because you're hanging the fuck out. Like that's got to yeah. be a tough time for you. Everybody's getting fucked up. Like afterwards. This doesn't you feel like work I mean? either. You know. Oh, oh yeah, you know no what doubt. feels like work yeah. is like going to. So Danny's been building the studio all mm-hmm. summer, yeah. going and like sanding and painting for like three and a half hours, and like <laughs> wow, that was an honest day's work. <laughs> but Danny's the real workhorse right now. This dude's working full time for. I mean, kind of for us. But it's, I, I, I sent it out. I sent the olive branch. I was like, Danny, you need anything over there? Help me out. And I thought to myself, I said, he's got that shit figured out. He ain't calling me. Yeah, yeah. I want to give Danny list. a shout out now. I want to yeah. thank you for all that you're doing to make yeah. this a reality. Because one of the things that's helping ease that anxiety that I have about leaving a job and just feeling like out in the fucking middle of the ocean is that seeing how professional everything is that Danny's put together at the new studio. So I know it will feel like work going there, like having some kind of schedule and having a place to go to to get shit done. So it means a lot to me that you're doing that, and I'm glad we're doing this together. Shout out Danny Dubs. Yeah, what do you guys see what's coming? Yeah, Danny's a fucking man. I can't wait. I'm just hanging there. My shop's up the street. I'm like, I get stuck at work well, late. Yeah. I, that shit's in Snort Richmond, dog. I'm my, hanging. My, I'm my, fucking <laughs> kicking it. I can't wait to go. Richmond. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to go hang out up a fucking. My, the, the, my favorite part is I got to uh, build an arcade. Well, I'm still working on it. I'm getting to build an arcade cabinet, which I was talking about like two summers ago because I bought that Walmart arcade cabinet. I customized it. And oh, I thought that was for the studio. The, well, this one is for the oh, studio. Oh, okay. Danny ordered a uh, an Etsy kit of the wooden panels for the whole thing. And so, I mean, I'm counting it as building it from scratch. Maybe I'm not maybe I'm not on the CNC. Maybe I'm not on the router, you know, carving out like an actual wooden arcade. No, cabinet, that's but from I am. scratch. That's a lot of fucking pieces. I'm not fucking doing that. That's fucking stupid. But I did get to put together the kit and now I get to build the internals and electronics. Do so you, I, I, it will be a full custom arcade cabinet by Tim Butterly. Tim, could I hire you to build me a sex robot? <laughs> <laughs> I worked oh in a guy's God. house in Junietta. You're gonna have to attach it to a dishwasher. <laughs> and, and, uh, I want you to pit my wife. He, 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 I worked in a guy's house in Junietta Park one time, and in his room, I uh, I thought someone was sleeping. I go, sorry, I had to bleed the radiators, and uh, it was a it was a mannequin laying in, in the bed and it had hair taped to its groin. Yo, that's <laughs> ble- bleeding the radiators is a dirty job, dude. You got to okay. go in the bedrooms. You got to go up. Ooh. Yeah, that's like bed. The only oh. time you'll ever be and in a fucking bedroom down, is the radiators. You get a view yeah. of under the bed. Yo, I seen one time this dude. He had to have his like fucking brother come and like break the ice because he was so weird. And he had like tidy whiteies on, da da da, whitey Johns, and shit all on his back. 
And then he fucking uh, there was like a, a a ravaged like doll in the room, like over in the corner. Like he didn't want to let me look in the bathroom back there, but I was you know checking for whatever the fuck. And uh, yeah, he had like some ravaged doll the, on the ground. I I found behind a, rat, a lady's house. It was a it was a flesh carved looked like a oven mitt, but it had knobs all on it. And I, I never saw this adult romance toy before. That that also could be like a cat grooming thing. Maybe yeah, yeah. I, I've seen that in that club. But it, it, it was, it's either. It was, Cat grooming or pussy yeah. annihilation? <laughs> John, you brought well, a bag of like a whole mitt. Like, oh, what did uh, you bring us tonight? Uh, we barely got any of the puppets. Oh. Like, we're we're like forty five minutes in. Oh, it's the glove <gasps> from the story. No, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mailman. Yeah, I know that mailman. All right, and he has a, a, a I can't reach it. He has a box. Oh, it's a mailman. He has a box for us. What uh, is in the box, John? I don't know. It's been sitting on my dining room table for about three months. Do you want me to open Here, it? I'll, yes. I'll cut it. You open it. <laughs> this is from uh, Mr. Oh, Kenneth. Sorry. Oh, here you go. Bear. All right. Uh, Mr. Um. Ted E. Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I, I I don't know how I got it. I Maybe mean, I, I put a bid in or something on it, but I don't know how it wound up. Anyway, I, I didn't open it. I don't even the date is on it. Well, this is exciting. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't know it was that. It's a classy Freddy Blassie from wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you pencil neck geek. But he's got the board. He comes with the board. Yeah. That's actually, I mean, you when you're pencil when you're neck, what's geek. wrapped up in this? His cane. Napkin. He's a cane. He beats people with. Uh, he's the guy who had. Oh, it's wrapped up in like a table napkin. He's the guy who had Andy Kaufman interviewed. There's a famous movie in the A's called My, My Breakfast with Andre. Well, they made a movie with. Andy Kaufman and him called my breakfast with Blassie. And Andy Kaufman asked all these questions. And he's like, I don't know. You're a goddamn weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> but he, a very funny wrestler. And he used to he used to yell at Aww. people. And he would say, uh, you pencil neck geek. Listen here, you pencil neck geeks. My man's going to win. He, 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 the the great Hussein, the guy with the pointy to is Aaron Sheik, whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he, his if you ever get a chance to read his autobiography, it's the funniest thing I ever read. It would make a great movie. <laughs> he says in the... In the 60s, he was at a wrestling event, and Dennis the Menace showed up uh, with the Dennis the Menace fan club. And uh, he said uh, they all wrote their names down so they could get letters from Dennis the Menace in the 60s. So he said him That's and another wrestler were writing letters to the kids, pretending they were he, saying, this is Dennis the Menace. I'm retarded. Can you send me money? <laughs> and it's his biography. <laughs> so he invented Patreon. <laughs> He looks like a like a football team owner that uh, just got caught saying something uh, racist. You know what I mean? Oh, speaking of which, yeah. the guy from the Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. um, did some pretty bad things, but also did some incredibly funny things. Do you remember the ice bucket challenge that people were doing for ALS yeah, a couple yeah. summers ago? Well, apparently, and I think he's admitted to this now, but the Suns owner, Robert Sarver, snuck up on an employee that was about to get the ice bucket challenge and pantsed him. <laughs> That's fun. A little stinker. Wait, what was that? What was that basketball news? A, about a, t- a the, team uh, owner said the M That was it. That's yeah. it. Well, that was one of the things. Like, no, the recent one with the Twitter likes. Uh, uh, the Doc, uh, Doc Sixers Rivers. coach Doc yeah. Rivers was liking a bunch of porn. He liked a bunch of porn. But he said porn. he got he said he got hacked. I don't know. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I yeah. guess that is a subtle hack. But I move all liking a bunch of porn out here. But it was there was a bunch of uh, T porn in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, there yeah. was a bunch of birds. So I, <laughs> I remember one time opened up a, next to my boy. He, I guess he didn't know yet. We opened up like a city paper, and he was like, "All right, T S Victoria." <laughs> like, Damn, dude, you know what that means? <laughs> remember, remember that, that? Remember that thing was going around when you first got the internet on a, like a you know, your first computer, and it was a file. It says, "Make sure you turn the volume all up so you can hear this." Uh-huh. And you, oh, was, yeah. and you click, I'm listening to gay porn. Yeah. Oh, dude, I can, I can still hear that voice working in an IT oh. office with 20 dudes. Oh. It was like people were pulling it up on purpose and it was like dueling. I'm looking at gay it's, porn. It says turn up so you can hear what they say. Yeah. And then there's also a, that one around and that one where the the, the, the girl's face and the exorcist pops Screamer. up. Follow the maze. Right? Yeah. But. When all my friends are getting classic co- internet oh, bullshit, getting uh, laptops or computers in the early '90s, like Gateway and stuff like that, the very first thing it took forever to download was a, a an adult romance video, but it was a girl on a farm milking a, a performing on a horse, and its horse is it's as big as your arm. It's that's how mm-hmm. big its wang is, and uh, and she and she's doing it, and every guy's like, yeah, look, this is crazy. 
and when it released, it was like a Dairy Queen dispenser blew up in her face. Yo, I, I someone had a water balloon. I remember. I remember. I remember some shitty ass like chick fucking a horse on yeah. the internet. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, oh. yeah. So the second video someone shared for that. This was strictly for oh, no, emails. So wasn't there a dude? That was the one you I remember there was one with a dude. Yeah. And it was like the horse missed the first time, and the dick went up his oh. back and hit him in the back of the head. Yeah. Well, then the next time it went, and when it came out, the one dude's like, "Did it come?" Oh yeah, it was well, Mr. Hands. Yeah. That, that, that oh story, yeah, I the, that, the story yeah. is the one, the one where the guy died from it. Yeah, that was Mr. Hands the, as well. The, the horse, yeah, the horse went on the stall, and it, you know, and, and, you know, and it tore up his inside. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the second video. They got you know what we around. should do? Going back to what you were saying about rumors that Smarty Jones may be gay. What if we snuck into the stall <laughs> to show him that video? Yes, to see if yeah. he was gay. Yeah. What if we got him to kill one of us by fucking our Butts. He has glory hole the size of a dinner plate in his stall, or he's using the gophers as hamsters. Tim, during your IT career, was there ever a time where a customer was so nasty that you were like, "All right, let me put some fucked up shit on his computer"? Ooh, well, yeah, all the time. Well, there was the guy who uh, his son uh, defended, or his father defended, um, Gary Heidnick. Oh yeah, yeah, I did IT work for that guy, and then. I, 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 I do plumber for them. Yeah, Chuck Peruto, and then yeah. and then there was I do all his work. and then there was a time where one of his he was dating like a secretary or something like that, and she ended up uh, being found dead in his bathtub. Yeah, so he was oh, with tra- he was with Trent Cole, man, my man Dennis. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, ain't my nothing bad. happened. My bad. <laughs> so I, I do work for him, and his he has a new wife. She's thirty. She's like my age, and she's a sweetheart. You know what I mean? They he's just like kinda, sixty-five. Yeah, and yeah. he's got abs though, and it's real nice haircut. I mean, his haircut is perfect. Every he's time like, I see him, his he, haircut is he perfect. He is a sharp dressed man. District attorney. Yeah, he's like a ghost though. Yeah. Like he don't talk to me. Like I'm the hired help, you know. Yeah. But like he just like brushes by a window. Like. <laughs> yeah, and, I didn't know, like yeah. a lot of these lawyers did this crazy thing where I charged by the hour to be there, right? And it was probably pretty expensive. Probably like I probably started out at hundred and ten dollars an hour. I made probably one percent of that, and then. I ended up being closer to like two hundred dollars an hour, and what they would do is they would they would call me for help, and I would come to their office, and these like high-powered attorney Jews, they would make me stand in the hallway outside their office. They were like, "You can't touch my computer until I'm done with this email," and then I would just be standing there watching them type an email very slowly. And this happened all the time, and they would just dick around, and they'd be like, "Okay, you can go, you can come in now." Mm. And then I would do it, and they they would bitch about how much time I billed them for. So I would be like, I would be like catching shit. And I, would, I was like a young guy with, you know, no one liked me. You have no idea how easy it would have been for me to give you horse porn. Yeah, if I, if I would have. <laughs> but then the problem is that, like, you have, that's the, that's the, the conundrum. That's the paradox of being an IT guy. You have the power to get the FBI to ruin someone's life. But if you even explore the method, you're culpable. Mm-hmm. Your all your life is also ruined. Um, yeah, he he so. tried he tried uh like that was like that was the nuclear option. We were all yeah. mutually destroyed. Um, he, he tried grilling me one time all crazy, and he was talking about plumbing. And I just remember like you know because he's like Mister Big Shot and all, but I I uh I know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about here, Pop. Like I was like nah, objection. Like this, is, like this is what it is. Like we're not in a court of law. Like this is this is my house, dog. Like, um, and uh, that was it. He was cool with me after that. Like he just tried once to like bully me around with his swagger. Stern used to talk about. It. The internet in his office, and said uh, an intern left, and he—I le- don't know what you call it—but he made porn and shit appear years down the road after he left. Okay. Right, and here it it's turns out game, it was yeah. uh, <laughs> it was Mitch Fatel. Okay. He was the intern. He did it and on his like last day. There, he, he put all these things would open up. Put a porn time bomb. Yeah, but like him. two or three years, later, they all laughed at it. it. Didn't destroy anybody, but just appeared on their things. And somebody had to get on the IT guy. And he traced it all the way back to his last day. It was very common for IT guys to get fired or at least reprimanded because they were using. It's not true anymore. But your office internet connection used to be so much faster than your home office internet connection. So uh, IT guys were all like, oh, you got jacket." Back when you had to download your music, you downloaded all your music at work. And then when porn video became super viable on the internet, they would they would fill they would bring in a hard drive and fill it all the way up, and you were the only one that was checking that kind of thing, mm-hmm. unless you had like some sort of manager or director or something mm-hmm. like that. And these guys just get caught all the time, and sometimes they don't get fired, but sometimes they do. But like it's common for IT guys to be sitting in office, like yeah, I know I shouldn't have downloaded that. I don't know, I'm sorry. And it, I like I was surrounded by these guys every day. I call well. I didn't catch this guy, but one of our guys, he was uh, he was in like a, a, a satellite office of ours, which was basically one desk in a small room in the back of a uh, another company's office space. 
and one of our guys went to go help our remote guy, and he showed up at the office and opened the door with the passcode. <coughs> our satellite guy wasn't expecting him. He had his shirt off. Yeah, and he was a big fat guy with a tongue piercing, so it was like the most perverted scene. <laughs> of all the, uh. An obese guy who smelled like when you leave your laundry in the washer overnight. Yeah, yeah. Like mildew. carnival yeah. work. He always smelled like that, and he had a tongue piercing and a goatee, but the rest of him was like complete office chode. Like oh. gold wireframe glasses, male pattern baldness. Yeah, that's what the bugs at Hot Topic look Dude, like. Shirtless. <laughs> 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 Just fucking wrecking his meat. And then and then uh, his explanation was like, yeah, I think the AC's broken in here, dude. It's pretty hot. Yeah, I have to come oh. clean. Uh, during the day, I'm an IT guy, but I moonlight as a TIT guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, uh, man. Okay, so there was, a, there was one plumber got caught jerking off in a basement working for a company. So I heard in there. Just I feel like work, you, you should know. be allowed to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I know, I know some plumbers. Like uh, I can't think of it. Was, it was an Italian family from down, down, down over like you know Frankfurt Avenue, Venango. If you regularly have to shit uh, in but, in um, porta potties for work, oh, I think you should be allowed. Oh, if you're in a home, you should yes. be able to jack off. Yeah. Well, they used to well, they, they change the soil pipe in a basement down there. They would come up with two cases of beer with the tool. They drink beer in the basement. Like I don't think that's professional on the job. No, it's not. But uh, he'll probably tell you too. But it's cool. You're working at someone's <laughs> house. It's ten o'clock in the morning. Guy goes, want a beer? Yeah. So, yeah, I usually say yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I, one time I drank a whole bottle of charcoal filtered vodka, which was brown vodka with some Russian dude. He made me sit till his wife came home. They made me all kinds of fucking weird fish I would never eat, but I ate it. Uh, and was, the only thing I could recognize was like the pierogies. I ate them. But yeah, he like made me sit down. His wife came. He busted out the bottle of vodka. It was like three quarters of a bottle. And we did shots till that shit was gone. I was eating fish eyes and shit. Oh, it's yeah. I, Dude, I'm a man of the people. Though. I know. You want to hang? All right. I bet you have a story like this. I had the uh, they were doing a house by St. Martin's on Roosevelt Boulevard, a big three-story corner house, and when nothing was in the house. It was all gutted out. And we, my brother and I went there to you know give estimates on the rat ears and whatever. No bath. All of a sudden, I had to go. I had to go to the bathroom. The funny sit-down bathroom. Clown music. <laughs> and I run out to our van and I get a bucket, use the blue bucket, oh, right. right? But then I got paper towels and you soak them, and I invented my own baby wipes. And uh, so I, I got the back door of the truck and I slide it on the ground and kick it on the b- bumper of the truck. My brother and I are f- finishing the house. I would give the get, give gotta give the eyes an estimate. We get in the truck and leave. And as we're leaving, a heavy set black crossing guard knocks on the window. Bonk, bonk, bonk. And my brother goes, Yeah, he rolled, he's the passenger. Yeah, she goes, Mister, Mister, you left one of your tools back behind the truck. <laughs> And my brother goes, oh, we did, did we? And he goes out and he gets back on the truck and he's holding a bucket of shit. <laughs> and he goes, you motherfucker. <laughs> so we drove down in the alleyway and he threw in so much trash. But it's just, but my point. Yeah, you probably have a story exactly. <laughs> so, I so, bet he does. One, one time, I, I bet he does. My, the guys that work for me, though, especially, shout out my boy Jamie, dude. I, I love this guy. He doesn't work for me anymore. We grew up together. And he's just, I mean, if, if anybody drinks more hot Miller High Life's than me, that's that's my man. Like, he's still at 40 years old. He's like extra cheese, plain, double cheeseburgers. You know what I mean? Like, that's how he rolls. And my man, shit, they used to, we did this job. Oh, dude, so we did this job for these this gay couple. And it was a Chinese guy and then his dude, uh, you know, it was a white guy, like a real clean-cut white guy. And there was this contractor ran the job and he had red bootlaces so my guys called him nancy john right because he was just like he was just like this like he was like a grungy dude but he was like such a he was cool but he was such a fucking prick and my guys called the whole job they called shepherd's pie because they would make john lunch every day but not my guys because they lived up the street they were rehabbing this house and the the gay chinese guy came down the street one day like john shepherd's pie (laughs) yeah so that's what my guys literally call this job shepherd's pie so my boy Jimmy shit in a couple buckets, tied some bags of shit, put them on the box, put them on the side of the house. And this Nazi John called me like, dude, this shit in a fucking box. It's not a fucking house, dude. And I had to like, I was like in business a couple years. I didn't know what to do. I was like, dude, like, I'll come get the box of shit. Like, I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, I, now oh, I went, now no, I went to like, fucking, up, yeah, so I went back. You like, never retrieved dude, I went the shit back. Box. I was like, yeah, like, throwing the bed in the truck. And he was like, 
this can't happen again, dude. And I'm like, all right, bro. Like, the guy shit in a fucking bag. He put it in a box. Yeah, like, poop, the house yeah, is, yeah, you know, the house right, is empty. Dude. And that's why I remember. You don't tell my fucking guys not to shit in a box, dude. I, 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 I remember being like, man, this is the worst conversation I've ever had. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, like, that was the only comeback I had. I'm like, well, you should have had a porta potty, pussy. Damn. <laughs> uh, I've, yeah. many times, I've done this before. You work in, like, a McMansion out in the suburbs, and they don't put the trouble door behind the tub. You got to cut one on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you cut it open, and there's, like, two water bottles filled with urine. The, the, yeah. When they built the house, they, they worked. You didn't throw it behind the bathtub. It's a plumber's blessing. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever think about roofing a dump? Uh, uh, no, but uh, that's why God invented spackling buckets. It's a, it's a right. But uh, do you ever go like a? You ever, ever eat a, a life cereal and put sugar on top? It's just mm -hmm. the greatest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Crispix. Yeah. Uh, the, well, next morning, wicker furniture comes out of your ass. It's, just, <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> and it, but I was doing a job on state. Uh, that's a brand new sentence, dude. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, <I> know. <laughs> on, on Street Road, and I had a. I, you're sweating. I'm, unfortunately, I'm wearing a big black Ford van. I use it, and it just oh my god! And I uh, put in some guy's trash, and uh, later on we got a. This is this is by the way. These stories are not like yesterday. It was you know, years ago, but the the homeowner called up and said, "I take. I'll thank you guys not to put your 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 filthy trash buckets of tra waste in my trash." And my brother apologized because that was a temporary helper we had. <laughs> it was my brother <laughs> putting your male sanitary yeah, you got a, products. You got a shit, bro. Um, I mean, that's it. Mm, You're yeah. out there. So I'm I'm pretty good at it. Uh, I can usually make it somewhere, and I got like a couple stops along the way, like between my house, my shop, and my mom's house. Oh. Shit at my mom's house sometimes. Yeah. So like, I got like those couple. I can hit them from fucking like, like, almost anywhere. Like, and you learn like rules of your, of your body. Like if you have a sashimi muffin with egg and a hash brown, you have an hour. Dude, Johnny Hots, bro. Pull, pull up to Johnny Hots. Fuck around and get a hot egg and cheese at nine fifteen in the morning Whoa, and a coffee. Like it's it's let's lights out two hours later. Like you better have a plan. You better have yeah. like a plan in place. That's me staking the flag on forty five minutes of my morning at the office. <laughs> yeah. eating, dude, eating hot sauce and like yeah. processed meat and and like greasy eggs. That's me going. I've got forty five minutes to myself after ten thirty, but before noon, and then I'll go to lunch. And then I'll go into the bathroom and I'll go to war. If I used you, to show Penny Pack. I used to shit. Penny Pack had porn mags. So yeah. I used to shit in the basement of Penny Pack Supply we were talking oh, about earlier. They, they always had some shitty porn mags down there and check them out. This supply house had a, a bathroom for the customers, but the door was offline. It wouldn't shut. You yeah. remember the metal door? Was, so they'd see, you know, it's just gross. Uh, Dude, this was, this was the best kind of fucking place to work as a kid. Like... When when I I wasn't old enough to drink there, my mom wrote a note that said I could drink like it was a joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was like you know what I mean. This was the the coolest place for like a 19, 20 year old kid to work. Like I said, so dude, the first time I did fucking cocaine was in a Jew canoe gold a uh, gold Alero, like an Oldsmobile Alero, like in the back with like the dudes at Penny Pack. And it was like the Aaron Express was a big deal every year. Remember that shit? Like when the buses would go down Frankfurt Ave because Penny Pack was right there. It was like the coolest place to yeah. be 20, this, 21 years old. The street's talking about it's called Frankfurt Ave. It's a main highway in Northeast Philadelphia. And there's several Irish bars along it. Well, it was started like the end of the, by the Knights Road. Like It was like an Irish bar. It was called Currens, but now it's something else. But uh, a lot of times people wouldn't make it past the third bar. Oh, no. They're, they're, they're down in Mayfair making vomit angels. <laughs> yeah, just throwing up. Well, it's, it's funny. When, when Harrison died, because thinking of that stuff, when Harrison died was here, he was like, yo, I'm going to go out to a couple bars. And I was like, look, I'm just letting you know how Philly rolls. You could catch a fair one in any direction, dog. Like, chick, dude, any color, any shape, any size. Like, you could catch a fair one. I said, so if somebody fucks with you, your best bet is just be like, Nah, I'm good and kind of, yeah. kind of, kind of take it away. The worse because, they're dressed, the more fucked yeah, you are. Exactly. Yeah, And that was the Aaron Express and all them things that go down Frankfurt Avenue. It was just fair one. Did fucking you? Sense. Did you guys ever have a customer act aggressively towards you? Um, so I've uh, had, uh, yeah, I, I got, I'm yeah. destroying. So I had to get husky just with like uh, pricing on like, especially like you know. Not talking shit out here, but like them fucking Indian guys, man, they're oh, brutal, the play. dude. Like, like wheeling and oh, dealing. I had oh, one yeah. guy telling me a thousand, like I told him a thousand bucks, thousand bucks, thousand bucks, and on his way in to shake my hand, he was like eight hundred and shook my hand. Ah, uh, that motherfucker. That counts. And, no, it doesn't. No, not. that counts. Well, it didn't count. That's handshake and I, rules. I squeezed his hand as hard as I could, and I watched his face change, and he gave me a thousand. Tim, convince him it counts in your Bob voice, please. Oh, I was I was actually imagining him going like, okay, sir, I can certainly pay you the one the one thousand dollars. Um, we in, I went to our Archers of Ryan High School, and they had a career day one time, and people come in 
say, here's, hey, you guys, you can become a doctor, go to college, whatever you want to do. Well, some some uh, painter comes in, and he's like a real Joe Sixpack, Northeast Philly guy, and there's all Catholic boys in this school, and he goes, uh, he's talking with a thick accent, like, yo, man, you can make a lot of money doing painting, you paint with your own page and this and that. A lot of, the, the, the downside is, and he goes, you got to learn to work with Jews. Right, and all the Catholic Franciscan priests were upset that he said said that, and he's going, "Why? Why? Do not encourage them to work with it, Jews." Right, you know, right, and he and he and he, and here they, the, after him, the Mr. A couple of teachers that got him say that was not part of the thing. You can't say that, but uh, there's cultures like like Tubbs will say, yeah, that's no matter what they have to haggle. They, they it's it's in, it's in, in them. So sometimes yeah. I know people say it's like a thousand dollars or go eleven hundred hours. Guy goes, "How about a thousand? All right." You don't realize that you know their game they're playing. It's a, and oh, yeah. If you're from the desert, you've been bargaining for your life this whole time. So you're probably <laughs> you're probably trying to have you're probably trying to get that water heater a few bucks cheaper. Yeah, yeah, like if you grew food. up, just it was always hot. Um, yeah. Why don't I give you eight hundred dollars? You're busy uh, of shit. <laughs> I, do, I did have a we had a guy getting in our face, and it's right around what corner from where I live at. It was a real nice old lady, but she had a crazy son. He was insane, and he would just stare at you, working like glaring at you. But um, when she ran her vanity, it leaked through in the dining room. So I, I got my, my, my 90-year-old dad, Korean War veteran, and we, we'll go, we have to run the water to see where it's leaking at. Make sure it's not the toilet or the tub or tile leak or whatever. So we let it run, and two or three drops came through, and they hit an old TV console, and there was some drop drops on it. But here, it was all stained up. It must have been leaking for years, right? But we had to discover it was a lead pipe bed, right? And there was like three drops on it. The sun comes running upstairs going, I fucking told you, don't you fucking touch that wood, whatever. So uh, I got to, I got to get some out of our truck, and my dad and I walked. Through, we drove away. Yeah, <laughs> went that. back again. Goes through. Yeah, um, and he got a full picture of a four hundred pound stripper. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you, fuck you, druggie. You know, dude, I gotta play man. better jokes on people like you, dude. Um, <laughs> oh, he's yeah. the king, man. <laughs> yeah. During the yeah. Iron Express when we were younger, I accidentally used to buy stink bombs at the flea market. <laughs> this little glass vials of stink yeah. bombs. But what we do is we would go into the bathroom at like Lenahan's or the other yeah, Lenahan's, mm-hmm. if I may, and you would uh, go in and put it on the bathroom stall door on the top. It's up there, and you use it your own and leave. Then the next hammerhead that goes in is like, I gotta take a shit. He pushes the door, it falls on the top floor and breaks. And it, it, he comes out, I was like, Whoa, what the fuck, man? But he stinks in there. And we, we've been at the first booth laughing our ass off. We used to do that all the time. Dude, that's, uh, that was that was our boy Billy Luber's spot. We used to call it the Star Wars bar. Star Wars bar. <laughs> Nobody ever got pussy in Lenahan's on Frankfurt Avenue. It was like if you wanted to go, not oh, so get it was more. Pussy. I thought you were saying it was like the cantina. You're saying it was more Star Wars fans. Star Wars fans, dude. <laughs> yeah. nothing, nothing but like sweet pones and like my oh, fucking band rules. No. Like, but like. 60, 50, 60 year old. So we used to always call it the Star Wars bar. And we used to always be like, do we want pussy tonight or no? And it's like, all right, if we're cool with not getting pussy, <laughs> let's go to Lenahan's. You know what I mean? And just get do Irish car bombs to where we're retarded. You know? yeah. Yeah. That's why no one ever likes my ideas. I'm always a Star Wars bar guy. Yeah. So <laughs> when, when you were, you know, if, if you wanted any girls at all, even uh, that Aaron Expresses and stuff, you'd watch them walk in and walk right the fuck out, man. Tom, was there ever, like, an outlier? Would you ever occasionally get a lady who was willing to give up some pussy enter the Star Wars bar? Oh, I mean, yeah, so I, I think if you wanted to score, like, a hockey chick who's in, like, her <laughs> 50s, like a chick in a jersey, if you wanted to fuck, like, maybe you get, like, a chick in a jersey, like an Eric Lindros jersey or, like, an Irvin Fryer jersey. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, you know what's neat too. You know, that's it, the winner one piece, by the way. Uh, hockey jersey. Yeah, that's yeah. the winner one yeah. piece for women. You know what's weird? You know, in other cities, Boston, Chicago, there's guys just like that. Just like you uh, could interchange them with Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but I, that, that they're express. It's uh, the, the, in Northeast Philly. They, they, the stars are what, like two o'clock. Yeah, they're mobbed. Mm-hmm. It's really you, so the Shamrock Shuttle was the better one because that shit stayed on Frankfurt Avenue. The Iron Express went all around the Northeast, where it's like. Just get ready to fucking fist fight somebody. But imagine, like, just get ready to, to throw the fuck down. Imagine the know? driver sliding down the, the aisle of the, wow. of the bus like uh, Tom Cruise and Risky Business in vomit. Yeah, because like, it's, it's all a sea of vomit carpeting. All right, this seems like the perfect time to switch over to the Patreon. <laughs> Tubbs yeah. and Kevs are going to be sticking with us on the Patreon. If you're not a patron yet, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Join us over there. You pay whatever you want. We'll be over there in about 10 minutes or so back with Kenzel and Tubbs. You guys want to promote anything before you go? Cancel Culture Podcast every other Thursday with the legendary Wid. 
Well, I talk about normal things, and he brings up Abbott and Costello and stuff from the 40s. <laughs> yeah, the, the plumber protects the health of the nation, fellas. And uh, oh, yeah. stop flushing flushable wipes. Uh, bad, I have yeah. stopped because of yeah. you. Yeah, they're bad for everything. They're bad, we don't flush they're them. bad yep. for everybody. Like, Look, I but, love making money off of them. I love when you flush them and I pull 10 out. Not and I me, get dude. I think of the public, the public system. Talk about the tax dollars that are getting burned, flushable wipes. Yeah. You, you, you seen a picture in Britain that... The Fatberg. It's it's a Fatberg. It's a it's yeah. the size of a school bus. They hit it with a fire hose for three days to break it apart. <laughs> That's a pretty cool urban right. legend. Well, I don't right. think it. But I yeah I, I stopped completely because of that. Now they throw them in the trash. Now there's wet shitty wipes in my trash. Get a bidet seat, man. I'm telling you. Look, I have promo that. promo code Fatbird. Buy a bidet seat. I'll come put that motherfucker in. We'll hook you up. Get a bidet seat. Blow the crust off. You one wipe. You're out of there. You'll feel better every time you go to get pussy because you know you ain't got shit in your butt. It's, uh, <laughs> you know we what I mean? We talked about this last week. Yeah. I, I, but I put 10 in the past year. Yo, fucking yeah, fucking right. Yeah. Dude, I have an $800 toilet seat. Yeah, yeah. Talks to you trying to roll out, John? No, not yet. I, I hop in the show. Shite rider? I got a... <laughs> I set my spray shows hour to a spray shows to a oh god a prison riot f- <laughs> stream and use that on myself. Well, you guys were the perfect uh, last guests in Mike's house. And to clear up the confusion, no, we are not ending the podcast. No, we are not going strictly on Patreon. Nothing is changing about the way that you receive dab meat. It's just going to be nicer when you get it. And we're not we're not asking anything more from you guys than just your time. And in return, we're going to give you way more cool shit. I can't wait for you guys to see what Danny's built. And, uh, yeah, dude, this, dude, I mean, tonight and John Cancel Month in general, this is, <laughs> bro, it's it's the shout-out to the fucking, the working man. <laughs> the house that Dubs built. Dubs is the working man. I know. We know from the analytics that if you're listening to this right now, you're either in the live chat and we appreciate you, or you're either clocking into your fucking day-to-day non-office job. You you're, might be on a forklift or behind a truck. Or you're wrapping up your shift and you, you think I could listen to this on the way out and uh, you you think about fucking beating the shit out of your boss, but also you probably work with some of the funniest dudes in the world. And uh, bro, this is I'm I'm so into that's the vibe I'm into the fucking weirdos. I know that are the funniest people in the world. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's that's we're, we're diving more into fucking taking care of you guys. That's all. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. We'll Love you guys. Patreon. We'll see you on the Patreon. Shout out to the bubs.